What's going on people and welcome to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. The aim of our podcast is to show you how anyone can start a business, find their dream job or develop a revenue stream in the emerging blockchain industry. Most if not all of our guests started with just an idea, a few hundred dollars and a Twitter account. Before we meet today's guest, here's a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in assistance with our sponsors, Crypto.com and Crypto Jobs Daily. Crypto.com is a well-established platform and their mobile app offers the following features. A built-in exchange that lets you buy and sell seven fiat and over 50 cryptocurrencies. A tiered debit card that allows users to earn crypto cashback and so much more, including their free for free promotion. Our second sponsor is Crypto Jobs Daily, the number one place to find work in the blockchain industry. Users can connect with companies hiring in a few clicks and find their dream job today. For more information about both projects, you can click on the link in the description below. On this episode, we're joined by Mark, CEO and co-founder at CoinFlex. CoinFlex is a derivatives exchange with their own flex coin that rewards users of the platform, whilst their flex USD stablecoin is the first of its kind to directly pay holders interest. The team are also launching a DEX built on the Curve Finance protocol, so let's go ahead and speak with Mark. What's going on people and welcome back to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. Really excited for today's show. We've got Mark Lamb from the CoinFlex Exchange. How are you, Mark? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. Thank Great you. Great to be here. Yeah, no, pleasure. Thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. So as we mentioned in the intro, you're the founder and CEO at CoinFlex. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your role and how this came about? Yeah, sure. So I got into Bitcoin in 2012 um, when I, I found out about it. I was living in London at the time and uh, discovered Bitcoin, um, started trading it and and effectively acted as as the counterparty to most to kind of 10, 20 percent of the trades that were going on in the UK, just buying and selling Bitcoin from from various folks um, on the Internet and in person. And quickly realized we needed an exchange to scale up the crypto space. And I, I had been using and sourcing and relying on Mt. Gox at the time, thought there could be room for a huge improvement over that type of infrastructure mm-hmm. and created CoinFloor, the, the UK's first Bitcoin exchange, wow. um, which is still a major exchange in the UK today. At CoinFloor, um, I created CoinFloorX with my my co-founder Sudu, uh, uh, who's my co-founder at CoinFlex. And we then spun that off and and created that in Hong Kong and launched that in Hong Kong as CoinFlex. So Coin, CoinFlex is really a, a spin-off and a, a, a end result of my history in the UK, building, building an exchange there, 
And now I'm focused instead of on the fiat to crypto markets, I'm focused on the futures markets and the derivatives markets in general. Fantastic. I mean, it sounds like a very interesting journey. And speaking about, you know, derivatives markets, do you want to tell us a little bit more about CoinFlex and some of the features available on the exchange? Yeah, absolutely. So CoinFlex has uh, spot perpetual uh, and quarterly futures markets on a whole bunch of different coins. I think we've got almost 30 coins now. Um, and the unique thing about CoinFlex is that we're, we, we're, we're very focused on interest rate markets. Mm-hmm. So by that, by that, I mean, for the casual listener, I mean, uh, borrowing markets, lending markets, Markets where savers can come deposit assets, whether it's dollar stable coins or, or Bitcoin, and earn yield. And these markets are actually the largest markets on earth. If you think about savings accounts, bank accounts, mon- money market accounts, this is the largest market in the world. And derivatives are are fundamentally very tied to interest rates because when people buy derivatives, they're using leverage, they're they're betting on the price of an asset but they're also paying an interest rate to do so. And so CoinFlex is very focused on connecting cr- crypto derivatives markets with the supply of uh, physical, you know, stable coins and dollars and, and Bitcoins and kind of connecting these markets in a way where savers are better off. They have yield, they have yield on their assets and earn, earn this kind of passive income. And, Derivatives players are better off as well because they can speculate and trade in the crypto markets with less friction um, and 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 more li- and provide more liquidity. So, CoinFlex has these spot and perpetual markets that are physically delivered, and that's very unique for reasons that are relevant to the, the, the traders. But we also have, by by way of that fact, we have a stablecoin that pays interest on chain. So when you think about USDC and Tether, the two biggest stable coins in the crypto space, which account for over $20 billion under, un, under their assets, um, these are dollars earning 0%. Right. You know, if you own Tether, you're earning nothing. And if you own dollars in the bank, you're earning pretty close to nothing as well. And we've created FlexUSD, which right now is paying 5%. It's paid at hu- as high as 15 or 20%. Um, but it pays that every eight hours, it pays interest on chain to everyone who holds it. So you can have it in your MetaMask wallet or a Bitcoin.com wallet, and uh, you can have it on the Ethereum network or the Bitcoin Cash network. And just by nature of holding it, you earn interest. So you don't have to do anything with the asset. You don't have to trust it in or lock it up in some savings account somewhere with a, with a crypto company. You're just holding the stablecoin and you earn yield. And that is very, very useful for people because it forms the creation of this kind of base rate, um, which is which is a driving factor in the, the economy and traditional finance. And it we think it's going to be a very important thing, especially for DeFi, is a base rate of interest that if you're doing nothing in DeFi, mm-hmm. but you're just holding FlexUSD, you're earning. And so we want FlexUSD really to, the first thing we want with FlexUSD is for it to be the currency of DeFi and also the, the margin currency of the CoinFlex exchange. And then people, no matter what they're doing, whether they're super active or not very active with their crypto holdings and their stablecoin holdings, uh, 
they're still earning this this rate that they just get paid just by being in the space effectively. I think that sounds very interesting. And, you know, someone who's been in this space a long time and seen the evolution of exchanges and coins and especially stable coins, I think it really represents a, a new future. Like you mentioned about having this base rate so people can then compare, right? Okay, if I, like you say, if you did nothing, I would still earn this amount of interest just by doing yeah. nothing. So I think that's very poignant. And that kind of leads us on to, to the new things that you guys have got coming in the pipeline. So you mentioned... You, you've got your flex usd coin and you've currently got your flex coin like um what else have you guys got coming up in the pipeline so we're launching um in 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 partnership with with curve and and the crv.finance project which is by andre from yearn.finance um we're launching effectively a dex and it's going to be on the url notes.finance and this DEX is going to be a place to trade CoinFlex interest-bearing assets. So the first of those is FlexUSD, but we're creating a whole spectrum of these things. And so the, the, the one we're really excited about or the category we're really excited about is, is these loaning, no, loan tokens, we call note tokens. Mm -hmm. And they're effectively loans to trading firms. So lending and corporate lending is the largest business in the world. Lending is, is absolutely massive. It's bigger than anything else. And um, trading firms often have very high return on capital because they're, they're doing algorithmic market making or high frequency trading or quant strategies that have very good returns and, and kind of very safe and stable. And so if they're very confident of their ability to make these returns, they can borrow at high rates and still um, have no issues servicing that debt. And so what we're doing is we're, we're doing these tokens that represent loans to trading firms and that are promissory notes um, representing these loans to trading firms. And the end result is that the trading firm can borrow capital at a cheaper price than the lender is synthetically lending that capital at. Because CoinFlex will give a rebate of the trading of some of the trading fees that the trading firm pays to the token holders. So we're giving a 30% rebate to the token holders of these note tokens. And so you might have a scenario where a trading firm's borrowing at say 5%, but a, a token holder is earning maybe 15 or 20% mm -hmm. on that capital because, because of the 30% rebate on trading fees. And so this is something we're really excited about because um, the crypto space has grown enormously. I mean, in the last um, eight years that I've been in it, it's gone from being a sub hundred million dollar industry to a almost trillion dollar industry. Um, but now the thing holding it back from growing further is there's all these smart traders, market makers, hedge funds, um, and they just need more capital. Mm -hmm. if, if you think about traditional futures industries, um, commodity trading, all sorts of types of trading, um, these, these, these players that are operating in those markets can borrow large sums of money um, and put on basis trades where they buy, buy the physical asset and sell the futures. Or they, they put on um, different forms of arbitrage trades. But in crypto, no bank will lend to a trading firm, even if it's a 10-year-old, 20-year-old trading firm that, 
that the bank will lend to for every other type of trading that they do. They won't lend to trade crypto. Um, and that's because they're still nervous about it. They, they maybe don't like it. They don't like that what crypto is doing politically to banking um, and how long-term it may make banks less relevant. So, so they're not looking to support the space. Um, maybe some divisions are, maybe, maybe they are in some ways, but as, a, as an overall strategy, they're not looking to support the space from a lending perspective. And so this is really CoinFlex's opportunity and also DeFi's opportunity is what we're doing here with these note tokens is creating them, putting them into DeFi, and then through DeFi, anyone can access them with simply a MetaMask account. So anyone can go on the Ethereum network, use MetaMask, and uh, go on notes.finance and, and buy these note tokens and trade these note tokens. And also anyone can provide liquidity in them. So you take two things. One is kind of synthetically lending to these trading firms mm-hmm. by the act of buying it. And you make that really easy with, with MetaMask on, on a DEX. And then two, you, you make the act of providing liquidity in these uh, debt instruments, in these, in these note, promissory note tokens, really easy with the concept of an automated market maker. And so that's really the innovation that Curve has given us mm-hmm. and that we're, we're piggybacking on top of uh, in our partnership with, with CRV.finance. And um, it's super simple. It's, it's a few button clicks and, and voila. And so that's, that's what we're excited about. And I think what it'll do is it takes the returns of uh, these sophisticated players yeah. and it opens up the opportunity for retail and general investors to participate in some of these returns and participate in some of the, uh, the yield that these, these firms are, are generating. I think that's probably the most exciting element of, of the things you mentioned is like the ability now for the average man, regardless of where he's from, regardless of what his income bracket is, to now get involved in these decentralized finance products. So leads me on to the next question, like who would be a typical core user of, say, for example, someone using a note token, investing in that kind of, you know, providing liquidity? Well, it's really anyone with dollars, mm-hmm. anyone with stable coins, so or with dollars that wants to buy stable coins. So people often ask me, um, you know, with this upcoming DEX that you're about to launch, are you trying to target retail or or are you trying to target institutional players? And I say yes, both. You know, we are talking to funds that are looking to provide tens of millions of dollars mm-hmm. into the into note tokens and and scale into very large positions farming and and buying the note tokens um and we're talking to people that want to put in a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars of their own personal money uh as 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 retail investors into these uh note tokens and to farm farm with these uh these pools and so it's it's really everything in between um and that i think is the true beauty of it is you have uh, billionaires, hedge funds, family offices, um, and mom and pop retail investors that are very sophisticated, go on these forums, go on Twitter, um, go on Discord, go on Telegram, and do their research. And you have them operating on the same level. And because they're operating on the same level, they can earn the same returns. And we treat them the same. You know, if you if you're the big guy or if you're the small mm-hmm. guy, you know, you're going to be treated the same. And so that's 
that's kind of the power of Ethereum. Uh, and we're just tapping into it. And, you know, it's, it's kind of our, our joy to be in this industry and tapping into that, that, uh, smart contracting platform. But, um, you know, it is, it is kind of, uh, what we're excited about here. Most definitely. I think the, the, the two points, what you mentioned early in the interview about being a farming DEX and the currency of DeFi, I think from, you know, the, the new features coming up with the DEX, it really kind of takes you, you know, your exchange to the next level. I mean, as far as I'm aware at the time of recording, I don't think there's any other exchange offering the same services as you guys, right? No, most exchanges are focused purely on trading. Yeah. Um, and, and so the, and these notes actually tie into trading because all of these uh, firms that are borrowing via note tokens, they have a trading requirement and a market making requirement mm -hmm. in order to be able to borrow. So, um, you know, retail investors can't make markets on CoinFlex, but by buying the note tokens, they ensure they're giving an incentive effectively to market makers on CoinFlex to trade as much as they can and to make markets in high volume in ways that are conducive to the CoinFlex liquidity growing. And that ultimately re results in more trading fees paid on CoinFlex, which ultimately results in more FlexCoin purchased by the trading firms. Yeah. Because in order to pay fees, you have to pay it in Flex if you want to get the lowest rate. The, the fees are two to three times higher if you don't pay in Flex. So the end result is by earning income passively through note tokens, you're actually making the CoinFlex centralized exchange mm -hmm. more liquid, and you're also incre indirectly increasing the demand for FlexCoin because as more trading volumes happen, as the liquidity grows, um, firms want to buy more Flex in order to, to, to trade more, uh, more volume. Fantastic. I mean, it sounds like a very interesting few months ahead now yeah speaking about you know kind of like development and you know you, your experience in this space we know that building a blockchain startup can be tough so what sort of challenges have you guys faced along the way with with coinflex yeah well it's um it's been really interesting as we've kind of gone from from uh, you know a few different courses to find our product market fit and i think um you know, in the early days, we had a lot of hype around FlexCoin, mm -hmm. and in the early days, we had we we had an older uh, margining system that probably didn't work so well with uh, with what the crypto community needed, and so that was what we called kind of CoinFlex V1, yeah. and that ultimately um, we we decided you know we can try to tweak this and and edit it and make it incrementally better, but it's going to be way better if we just take the hit and relaunch the exchange with a new margining system. And so that was something we did last year in the middle of last year. And it was, you know, a big shift for our user base, but it was massively better in terms of performance, but also in terms of customizability and usability of the margining system. Uh, it allowed us to get things like 250x leverage on spread mar margins. So spreads are a very popular product we have where you're you're not betting on the price of Bitcoin specifically, but you're betting on the difference between perps and, and 
quarterly futures. And we, we, we give 250x leverage for that trade. And, that, and that's because it's a hedged trade. And it's hugely popular, um, especially with retail guys, because they're, uh, they're able to do the research on where they think uh, funding rates are going to go, or they're just able to use it as a synthetic long or short on the actual underlying that may be less likely to get liquidated than an outright perp trade. So, um, you know, we, we've done this stuff mm -hmm. and it's, that was probably the hardest thing is, is doing that, uh, redesign and relaunch. But the good thing is now we have a much more flexible margining system that allows us to launch coins in, you know, sub 24 hours. It allows us to, uh, margin everything in dollars and 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 do PL that way it allows us to add all sorts of things and mm -hmm. and it's incredibly flexible so yeah we're really glad we took that hit but it was something that was uh was difficult fantastic and i think it's very poignant with a lot of blockchain startups is wherever you start is not where you end right it's all a learning process this technology yeah. itself is new so on a more positive note like you mentioned like how you're progressing now into a to a more DeFi based um, and you know platform um, on a positive note what's something that makes you proud of the journey in building CoinFlex well I think I'm incredibly proud of uh, FlexUSD mm -hmm. because um, it's it's very early days there's only about 35 million dollars of FlexUSD out so far but it is the best stable coin um, it's you know, it's the same functionality as a USDC or a USDT. You can easily redeem it, um, in fact, and get USDC. But the the ability to earn on-chain interest is something that once it plugs into DeFi, mm -hmm. it's just going to make the whole space more lucrative because um, really what's driving the growth of DeFi is uh, yield. And, and, and yield on capital. And so what you have is these opportunities to make relatively safe yields or, or very high yields um, on stablecoin capital and, and crypto capital. And that just sucks in money into mm -hmm. the space. And, and it doesn't even just suck in the existing money in the space into DeFi. That, that's already happened. It also sucks in money money that exists outside of crypto that's not in crypto that doesn't care about crypto and it just absorbs it into DeFi. And so that's, I think what we're going to see, um, especially as flex USD becomes this kind of base layer currency for the DeFi space mm -hmm. is that ultimately, uh, people, you know, let's say flex USD returns are 5%, uh, in a, in a large, large scalable way. Well, you'll have all sorts of opportunities that will yield 20, 30% and 15% and 10%. And that's all going to be additive on top of the five. And so the more we can create these safe yields that then get added together on top of each other and that kind of become these sort of interest rate Legos that we can build things with, the more we can create a financial system mm -hmm. that is open, but is also very high high reward, high yield, and and can't block people out. What we saw with GameStop yeah. last week is that the existing financial system, especially in the equities markets, 
uh, it's very possible to just cut a tie here, you know, cut a core here, and all of a sudden people can't buy stuff. People can't buy shares. People can't buy options, whatever it is. And the powerful thing about DeFi is no one can shut down the Ethereum blockchain. No one can shut down the cryptocurrency networks that power this stuff. So um, a regulator might not like something that's happening or or a big hedge fund might not like something that's happening, but it's it's censorship resistant. It's it's impossible to shut down. And the end result of that is you have a financial system that's much more resilient to shocks. You know, the danger with the traditional financial system is that it's 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 fragile. It, it you know, if there's a shock somewhere, um, one firm can go bust, and then other firms can go bust. And uh, the you know the big phrase of 2008 was the contagion can spread. Well, why does the contagion spread? It spreads because it's all interconnected in weak ways. Mm-hmm. And the power of crypto is it's anti-fragile. You know, Nassim Taleb often talks about anti-fragility. And uh, he talks about anti-fragility in the concept of Bitcoin and Ethereum and crypto. And the power of these markets are that they're anti-fragile. So you even see D- DeFi projects get hacked and then recover 100% the next day because uh, they had treasury tokens that made everyone whole or they had a rollback functionality or they had this or that or whatever. But wow. I mean, yes, there's experimentation going on and people are, you know, people are making mistakes, but there's also strength in that people are recovering from these mm-hmm. mistakes. Oftentimes uh, only the governance token gets affected and the actual liquidity providers, the actual people that are staking their capital don't get affected. So you have this structure that's emerging where now in Curve, there's almost $2 billion in it that's automated market-making stablecoins and providing liquidity to stablecoins. That's part of what we're trying to replicate. So we want to be, you know, and this is why we're working with Curve is because we like the nature of their their products, but we want to be the equivalent of that for the debt markets where people can come in and buy and sell large amounts of debt and and borrow large amounts of money um, from our markets because they know that it's safe and they know that they're not going to get screwed and they know that everything is transparent. Everything's on the Ethereum blockchain. And if there's some problem that it can get resolved with the smart contracts and if there's some uh, thing that's that's nefariously happening, it's going to get seen. It's going to get posted about on Twitter and Reddit and immediately actions can get taken. And so that's the power of, of these markets is that they're anti-fragile and that they're not uh, susceptible to the types of shocks that the traditional financial system is. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, you, you look back on the, the original DAO on Ethereum that kind of led to the rollback and the, the birth of Ethereum Classic. I think this really touches on the point you mentioned. There's nothing in crypto that goes so badly wrong that can't be fixed or yeah. addressed afterwards, right? Yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. Every time someone said, oh, this happened, oh, Mt. Gox is you know, bankrupt now goes dead. You know, every time someone's said, oh, this happened, the DAO hack, therefore, uh, you know, Ethereum's probably worthless. They've been wrong every single time. And so it's just absolutely amazing the type of innovations happening here. And I'm not saying every crypto project is going to succeed. And I'm mm-hmm. not trying to say, you know, that 
that you should just buy every coin because it's all going to the moon. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is the expect the experimentation here and the, the things that are being discovered here about how you can democratize strategies and market making and capital provision and liquidity provision, it's just way beyond anything people expected or imagined in crypto eight years ago. And and I think even in crypto today, the things that are going to happen in a year from now are beyond anyone what anyone could imagine today. I think that's a really good point. And, and talking about like your experience in crypto, you've been here for eight years, like you know that the industry is often 24-7 and never stops. Like what does a typical working day or week look like for you at CoinFlex? Oh, it it never ends. And you know, the the uh the beautiful thing about it is if you if you really love what you do, then you never have to work a day in your mm-hmm. life. But but uh it it it's just constantly different, and that's what's so exciting about it is one day we'll be working on optimizing the flows of a futures contract or how a perp uh, should deliver into spot. And then the next day we're working on how we can plug in these note tokens into DeFi. And um, we're working with, I think, some of the smartest people in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm including the people at CoinFlex, but I'm also saying just people in DeFi and crypto markets the people trading these markets, the traders at the hedge funds and the prop firms, I think the people here are attracted to the challenge. They're attracted to the dynamism um, and the ever-changing nature of crypto that keeps everyone on their toes. Um, and it's you know it's not an easy market to master because uh, it is changing all the time. So there are some people that would prefer to have some niche and just enjoy a monopoly over that niche um, in traditional finance. But I think the people here, they love the challenge Mm -hmm. and they love the dynamism of these markets. And so that's what I find the most uh, pleasure in is just the people in these markets and the people at CoinFlex and the people in DeFi are are just some of the smartest people in the world. And I'm, I'm really pleased about that. I agree. It's a very exciting time to be a part of this industry um, just as we wrap up here, Mark, it's been really interesting to hear your thoughts on you know the d- journey in building CoinFlex, what products you guys are launching, and the change in you know DeFi and all these new new uh, mechanisms coming out. Especially you know you mentioned about FlexUSD and the ability to earn interest on your stablecoin. Just as we wrap up here, um, where do you see the biggest opportunities for growth over the next year in, in blockchain? I think the biggest opportunities are going to be in Barland. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're going to see is in traditional finance, um, the securities lending market, the, the actual lending out of, of, of stocks is about 25% of the overall stock market. And wow. so the crypto market is, is uh, um, at this point, almost a trillion dollars. Um, and so if, if it was 25%, then you'd see a, a $250 billion uh, crypto lending market. And so I think we will see right now the overall lending markets are maybe 10, 10 to $20 billion. I think we will see that grow over to, to well over $100 billion in the next three years. And I think what that's going to result in is that's going to come from very, very scalable models mm-hmm. of lending. Um and, and just an increasing demand to borrow um, 
partially on a collateralized basis, but also on an uncollateralized basis and everything in between. And the impact of that borrowing will be just an increase in the liquidity of crypto. So you'll right now, you know, you can sell a certain amount of Bitcoin. You can buy a certain amount of Bitcoin um, and same for other assets. If, if you can borrow large amounts of money and if, if, if there can be collateralized stuff and uncollateralized stuff that's going on in a scalable way to, you know, $100 billion, that's what will result in crypto's liquidity growing 100 times from where it is today. And I don't mean that necessarily that results in a 100 times price increase, yeah. but that will make it 100 times more useful as an asset because... All of a sudden, if you're talking about using it as a payment for something internationally, um, the slippage is much lower, the usability is much higher, the ease of use is much higher, and the volatility is much lower. And ultimately, um, it's great that all these things are being, quote unquote, stores of value, and they're being traded and speculated on. The way that we get crypto to become a truly usable world money system uh, and truly money for the world is by, you know, getting it as a medium of exchange. And that, that's why I like Bitcoin Cash, because, you know, there's a fee dynamic there around around payments and, and usage as a medium of exchange. Um, it's also why I like Ethereum, because uh, there's there's a functionality there around uh, creating on-chain financial markets. And I think... What you'll see if if these borrowing markets do mature is that people start going away from pure speculative and they start using crypto for 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 uh, money, for creating financial markets on chain and creating all sorts of other things because the liquidity just just scales massively and the volatility goes down and and the strength of these markets just really gets flexed. I agree. And I think that's a great insight for anyone listening out there. The borrow lend market is about to explode in the next couple of years in crypto. And as Mark mentioned, you know, the figures are insane in terms of the, 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 the room for growth. Yeah. So, okay, fantastic. Now, um, just one other thing before we go is um, we'll leave all the links in the description below in case anyone wants to get in touch. But in case anyone wants to reach out to you, Mark, do you want to just let them know your socials? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm at Mark David Lamb, uh, D-A-V-I-D-L-A-M-B, on Twitter. Um, and you can go to the CoinFlex Telegram, um, which is just CoinFlex underscore E-N, um, on Telegram. Join join the chat and uh, chat with any of us, chat with chat with me and, and everyone else on there. Um and yeah, I'd love to uh, love to connect on Twitter or on Telegram to anyone. Um, feel free to follow me. Feel free to join our ch chat. Perfect. So again, thank you very much for coming on. I mean, I think it's a really exciting time for not only DeFi, but CoinFlex in particular. Be really interesting to see how you guys progress with the uh, the new features that are coming up soon with the notes and the FlexUSD. And we'd love to have you back on in the next 12 months or so and see how things are going. Thanks. I'd love to be on. I'd love to be on again. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Really, truly a pleasure. Fantastic. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. We hope you can get inspired from Mark's story and his advice. If you wish to find out more information about CoinFlex, you can click the links in the description below. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about how to generate revenue streams in crypto, how to find a career in blockchain, or if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of our podcast, then you can visit our website at www.blockchainenterprisespodcast.com.